Have you ever fantasized about unlimited power at your fingertips? Ever wanted to visit outer space and fly among the stars? Ever needed your own personal accounting wizard to cast a spell and balance the books? Playing the markets? How about your own personal broker? Have you ever wanted to spend four hours typing in endless lines of code to see a picture of an abbot on the screen made entirely of disappointment? Well, now you can. The future is Ian 5 from Bumbus Home Computing, and the future is now. now, now. With a hefty two kilobytes of integrated memory, your Ian 5 is powerful enough to take on a multitude of goals, ambitions, and exercises in futility. But what makes Ian 5 so fast and so unusually massive? Why, it's the Sodix 186 processor, a behemoth of unparalleled calculation. The Sodix 186 leaves rival home computers in the dust. When our founder, Alan Bumbus, parted with Sodex Technologies and paid for the design of the EN5 with monies cross-collateralized from dubious import-export concerns, he observed well their motto, stick a Sodex in it. EN5 won't just revolutionize your life, what about the wife? With its built-in word manager and six weird colors, she can finally author that romantic novel, complete with realistic illustrations, made entirely of letters. And what about storage? Ian 5 boasts his very own 10-inch wobbly diskette drive. She'll love the size. And don't forget little Johnny. He'll love Ian 5 too, with a vast selection of top-of-the-line games like Wildlife Simulator, 4D Space Attackers from Pluto, and GTQ Hot Wheels Formula 5 Racing. With Ian 5, now you're in the driving seat. Ian 5 is compatible with all the latest gaming interface technology, like the Camston Pro joystick and the Quackshot 4, all conveniently connected to your television set. Immerse yourself in sonic landscapes that will scintillate your ears with Ian 5's native Picasso synthesizer sound chip, endorsed by Jean-Michel Jarre. I did not endorse this thing of which you speak. I am not carrying both. And now, a word from the father of home computing, Alan Bumbus. Hi, I'm Alan Bumbus. You're gonna love my new computer thing, whatever that is. Lovely. So, what are you waiting for? Step into tomorrow and visit your local high street today. Ian 5 is available at Adumbelows, Woolworths, and John Menzies for the futuristic price of £299.99 and a halfpenny. Alright, dude, what's the plan then? Trying to go for a pint then. Another one? Oh, yeah. Alright, man, I mean. What decade do you fancy? Hmm. Go anywhere we want, couldn't we, really? Do you fancy the 80s? Let's go the 80s. <laughs> cool, let's do the 80s, right. What bar are you thinking? I thought we'd go to Harvey's, what do you reckon? Oh, Wallbangers, yeah. Wallbangers it is, right, let's go there. Yeah, <laughs> alright. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Have you got the DeLorean? Uh, Just parked around the corner? No, I've got uh, me, uh, me TR7. TR7. So basically, we're just going to walk down the street then, aren't we? Because <laughs> we both know you don't own a TR7. <laughs> anyway, stand back. Let's get this time machine working. Loading. Fogu 2.0. Episode initializing. Please stand by. Loading. Warning, syntax error. Warning, pointless conversation and bullshit at an already dangerous level. Warning, do not proceed any further, any attempt to engage is not recommended. Loading complete, God help you. Wow, it's swinging in here, isn't it? Has this place changed hands? Or has that horse picture always been on the wall? <laughs> That's the owner. Oh, so it is, no way? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. 
Let's get a drink. What do you fancy? Uh, let's go for daiquiri. <sighs> now you're chatting. <laughs> what did we have last time in the 70s? We had um, white Russians, didn't we? With some mustard in and um, some gravy and stuff. Yeah, and peas pudding. Yeah, and lots of hard-boiled eggs. Wait a minute, was this when we went back to the 40s or the 70s? I, I get confused, really. Yeah. It's essentially the same time. Yeah. Excuse me, mate. Can, can we have two daiquiris, please? Cheers. I like your shoulder pads, by the way. Thanks very much. Yeah, they've just sort of appeared after we walked through these doors. I like your um, your leather jacket that you've got the sleeves just sort of rolled up past the elbow, haven't you? Well, yeah, three quarter length. Yeah, bit of a gingham kind of lining. Very nice. And I've got my uh, tea bag t-shirt. You know, we can see my nipples a little bit. Yeah, I really like that. Hang on, just turn around. Have you got chaps on? Oh bloody hell! Sorry. Are we in the wrong pub? Mm, yeah, possibly. Come on, let's let's walk to this other room. We haven't got our drinks yet, have we? Let's go back for the We're not very good at improv, are we? Fucking <laughs> hell. I told you you should have stayed at the Amdram Society a bit longer than you did. Half an hour's not enough. Courtesy of the gentleman at the bar. Oh, oh look, John, they're from the owner. Hello, mate. You all right? Cheers. Good times. Look at his hooves. <laughs> How's the missus? All right? Oh, you send her my love. Will do, mate. Cheers. And you? <laughs> Still don't know his name. See, see, in East London pubs, yeah. what I've always noticed is that the barkeep's always referred to as John. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're called John. Yeah. So this could get confusing. Can I just call you Doris? I prefer it if you did. Should we go and get that table over there? Yeah. And the barman, I think he was into a flock of seagulls, he'd notice his hair. He did have the flock of seagulls haircut, didn't he? <laughs> Why did we decide to come to the 80s this week? It was a lot obvious next place to come, wasn't it? We were in the 70s last time. I tell you, I've not been in the 1980s since, well, the, the 1980s, really. <laughs> it's funny, I haven't either, actually. No. I'd kind of forgotten what it was like. Yeah. Everyone's got, like, soccer flegal haircuts, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cheers. This is uh, yeah, chin chin. This is a nice, uh, what we got here, banana daiquiri? Yeah, I've lost my cherry. Oh, right. Uh, you didn't tell me about this. I'm sorry, this apple mullion in the toilets. Oh, but that's not what we agree. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Mid cherries, uh, see, it is a bit of a pointless gesture, isn't it, really? Like, that's the thing about cocktails. The things you put on the side of a cocktail, like cherries. Yeah, a banana. Sometimes cucumber. It depends on the decade, really, doesn't it? The cucumber is the most 80s of cocktail garnishes, I find. Yeah, yeah olives. Don't forget the humble olives. Oh, yeah, olives, olives. I you remember those little plastic swords? Are we talking about cocktails still? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, hang on, is he playing Hungry Like the Wolf? It does sound like it, doesn't it? Fucking hell. God, I've not heard this for a while. Uh, smell like I sound. I, I always think he says I smell like I sound there. Yeah. What does Simon Bond smell like? Um, like he sounds, <laughs> I think. That, that makes <laughs> <laughs> I think so, anyway. They're called Mondegreens, aren't they, where... Yeah, well, you kind of mishear the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah, you intentionally mishear the lyrics. There's got to be loads of those, though, right? Well, you've got that cassette tape, haven't you, with, like, loads of five-second fragments of songs on Oh, on the Walkman? Yeah, on your, on your yeah, Walkman, yeah. You've got have a look. Yeah, oh, yeah. shit, yeah. I didn't have this before I walked in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a story behind these. There's some Go woman in, uh, in the 18... Uh, not the 1980s, the 18... No, that's where we are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that where we're going next time? Probably, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Let, let's go to the 1800s. Let's definitely do yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry, you, you were saying? She was in like the 18-something. She called Sylvia something. She was a writer. And she said that her mother used to read for some Scottish poem about a guy called the Earl of Murray. The poem goes, uh, The Highlands and the Lowlands, or oh, where have you been? <laughs> they have slain the Earl of Murray and laid him on the green. Laid him on the green. And laid him on the green, but she thought it was Lady Mondegreen. Yeah. I see. So that's where Mondegreens come from. Apparently, yeah. Oh, brilliant. The Germans have their own name for them. 
Oh, go on. They call them Agatha Bauer songs. Please explain. When you're in Germany and you happen to be German. Yeah, as many people are. Yeah, and you speak in the German language. Same people that do that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I'd have to check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you're here, I've got the power by snap. Apparently, it sounds like, I got a power. So, are you saying, therefore, the German people had no known explanation or, or word for what we call Mondegrees until the mid-90s? That must be the case, yeah. That must be the case. Yeah. And uh, apparently, Agatha Bauer songs are only songs in the English language. No way. Apparently. Let's phone Germany and see what they say. Okay, let's get Germany on the phone. <laughs> Do you think Germany's going to pick up? Oh shit, I'm going to have to go to a payphone. Have you got any of the old oh, 50p's? Oh, I don't know. My iPhone doesn't work here. Yeah. Haven't you got your massive thing in a briefcase? Oh, I do, but I left the car battery at home so I can't charge it. <laughs> okay, right. And yeah. uh, I haven't got the bio suit that I need to wear so I don't get radiation poisoning. Okay. It, should we nip back and get it just so we can make a phone call? We can't just keep jumping across time for the sake of it. <laughs> I've still got the Walkman, you know, and actually I wrote down some of the tunes you gave me as ideas and conveniently they're on this tape that I didn't know I had until we came into here. Ah. <sighs> Back to the play, John. <laughs> Here, pass us that tape, will you? All right, if you've got a few of these, I think we should run through them. So, what have we got? You remember from the 90s, you remember... Uh, Billardy, Billardy, put your hands all over my jobby. No, it didn't, it didn't say jobby. Did oh, brilliant. Yeah. Billardy, put your hands all over my body? Yeah, yeah. Let's see how that sounds. Yeah. Oh, hang on, is it rewound? Yeah. No, oh, it is, it is. Right. I'm just going to slip these headphones on one second. Let's have a listen. <laughs> and they said we were out of ideas that was uh, well of course it, it, it was erotic by, by Madonna I don't know how it sounds like Bill Oddie <laughs> but it does if anyone who doesn't know who Bill Oddie is it doesn't fucking matter he, he, he's just a guy he's into birds isn't he he's really heavily into birds yeah he used to be in the uh, in the goodies didn't he the goodies yes. yeah, with yes. uh, Tim Brooke Taylor and uh, Graham Garden yeah. but now he's just really mad into birds but not in the 80s sense avian yeah, type yeah, of birds yeah, yeah. Like, like real birds <laughs> and not women from a really sexy time in the north of England <laughs> I think we got away with that one. Yeah. Bill Oddie. He, he is quite an attractive man, Bill Oddie. I can see what she sees in him. Yeah, I mean, Madonna really does fancy Bill Oddie. Or I think she did. I, I fancy him, to be honest with you. Let's have another one. Well, have you got any? Well, I was thinking... Um, I, I, was, I was thinking maybe oh, you oh. should do another one. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I really like that Billy Oddie. But fucking hell. Billy Holiday. Yeah. Have you got any more, John? Uh, funny you should say that. Come on, I've got a few up my sleeve. Have you? Have you got a script in front of you as well? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. God bless you now. What about, <laughs> what about uh, holding back the ears? Holding back the ears? By Simply Dreadful. <laughs> I, I, I always picture somebody actually holding back Mick Hucknall's ears. Is he holding back his own ears? Maybe he wants people to think he's had a facelift or something, you know. No, he wouldn't do that, would he? Or look, he's, uh, he's looking at a really bright light, you know, so his eyes go really close together. Like. I think that might yeah, be really yeah. what he's trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so just so I've got this right, holding back the ears. Yeah. Okay, one sec, let me have a listen. Holding back the ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with that. I can get involved in this game, I think. Okay. Why don't you try this one? Bald-headed woman. Okay. I, I like the sound of her. Here, grab these headphones. Bald-headed woman! <laughs> Bald-headed woman to me! <laughs> 
that's funny because uh, Sinead O'Connor hadn't come along by that time, had she? But being that she was the only bald woman ever, it's got to be about her. Sinead O'Connor hadn't come along by now. I mean, by, by ten years ago. By ten years ago. Oh, God, this time travel thing's really confusing, isn't it? Well, I feel like we've got a bit of a wager going on now. Okay. Do you think you can deliver again? I'll see you, bald-headed woman, and I'll raise you Sue Lawley. Sue Lawley? Yeah. All right, go on, explain it. Well, Sue Lawley was uh, like a news presenter, wasn't she, in the uh, 70s, 80s? But the uh, police uh, did a song about her. What, the Scotland Yard boys? Yeah, yeah, the actual, the whole police force got together. A bit like a football charity song? A, a bit like that, yeah, with Gazza and uh, Glenn Hoddle and Chris Waddle and other people right. called Noble. All right, well, let's hear it. Okay, this is Sue Lawley by the police. Hang on, let me fast forward it. I always preferred Nicholas Witchell by 10cc. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was definitely just my, my personal point of view. I, I, I've got time for that as well, yeah. Okay, let's change things up a little bit, see if you can keep up with me now. Okay. I'll see you soon, Lawley, and I'm going to change things up a bit. I'm going to bring in a theme, and my first theme is food, because after here, I think we should go and get a 1980s Donna kebab. Oh, yeah. All right. It has been pitter, not nan. Oh, yeah, of course it does. Salt and lemon on first. You know what flavour kebab I'm going to have? No. Chicken tikka. <laughs> I don't only want chicken ticket to tell me what's wrong, I also want chicken ticket to <laughs> That's what you call an honest kebab. <laughs> Have you ever had a dishonest kebab? Yeah, I had one in Berry once. Okay, I'm going to come at you with uh, some black pudding. Talking about Berry? Yeah. Well, let's have this one then. So this is Black Pudding by uh, Robert Parker, I believe. Take off your shoes and tie your feet. We're doing a dance that can't be beat. We black pudding. <laughs> we black pudding. That was all right, but I've got something better than black pudding. Okay. What about meatballs? We're having meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just sing this every time this is on. So what do you think of my meatballs? Well, it wasn't bad. A bit stingy on the garlic and on the accuracy. Oh, you don't think that one sounded like meatballs? Well, <laughs> well, let's see what you've got then. This isn't one of mine, actually. Uh, someone we both know, Vic, if you're listening, hi. Vic thought it was... Pizza put into my eye, yeah, yeah. Pizza put into my Oh, I could just eat a pizza. I wonder if they sell it in here. Have they invented pizza in the 80s? I think pizza in the 80s was all very much about that sort of French bread kind of pizza. Oh, French bread pizza. Do you remember that? It's from Findus. Findus French bread pizza. So yeah. in a red box, you used to get what was essentially just a French stick. A French dick? Uh, if you prefer. Depends, depends who you're serving it. <laughs> but a French stick a French with... Sorry. Uh, can I get a new co-host? Um, so a French stick... With um, with basically just some really snide cheese and tomato yeah, sort of yeah it was just uh, like tomato puree it was the days of deep pan like people deep wanted pan, pizza. it was yeah. an era essentially where people were willing to spend a lot of money on not very much food yeah nouvelle cuisine and also probably because they were saving the money for filofaxes and cocaine and Gordon Gecko braces what do you think I'm all for that what you said <laughs> right yeah. 
I can't help feeling, though, after all that food, that, um, well, you know, without putting too fine a point on it. I'm just mad about farting. <laughs> farting's mad about me. Oh, it's, it's good that you have a mutual relationship like I that. I do. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, uh, in case anyone was listening, that's uh, the name of my autobiography. It's, speaking of bodily functions and stuff, I too am a bit full. <laughs> Are you a bit full? Yeah, I might need to pay a visit, go and see about some uh, boom chocolate. <laughs> Would that be a ragamuffin styley though? Ragamuffin styley bum chocolate. Oh, that's brilliant. Talking of all things fecal, John, I have something that I'd like to share with you. Okay. I met this woman last week. Did you? And she had a dog that had a very, very <laughs> special sort of trick. Okay. It could kind of relieve itself in a number two kind of way, but you couldn't see it. Wow. Yeah. Essentially, she had uh, invisible dog shit. <laughs> Allow me to uh, elucidate. Please do. She seems to have invisible dog shit. Well, I guess when you're round at hers and uh, yeah. you go out the back for a smoke, you've got to watch where you're stepping in. Yeah, that's right, because, I mean, unfortunately, you know, as I'm smoking a cigarette because I'm in the 80s, yeah, I no longer yeah. use my electronic cigarette no, from, no, no. from the wherever we are now. <laughs> yeah, I'm often standing in white invisible dog shit, which, which is just a terrible thing, really. I can imagine. It's a bit of a bitch to get it off as well, isn't it? It Look. is, because you can't see what you're doing. Yeah, you don't even know when you've got it all off. You just have to do it, keep sniffing it. I just wish there was someone who could help at times like this, you know? Yeah, um, well, if you did have a problem with your dog shit, you could go and see the doctor about it. You know, Dr. Dog Turd. Is there a doctor that specialises in dog turd? Dr. Dog Turd, yeah. <laughs> if there's somebody you really don't like, Yes. Put an invisible dog shit in a paper bag and set it on fire <laughs> and knock on the door. <laughs> Do they, after that, after they've sort of stamped it out and so they have to ring Dr. Doctor? That's what probably. I'm burning, burning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's really nice. That's probably what happened. Yeah. What's next? I think we should start something new here. Okay. I once had a little kangaroo. Oh, did you? Yeah, he was always taking on new projects and stuff. He was quite busy. What, what sort of work was he doing? I don't know, just something, really. You know, it was a wallaby. The, the wallaby started something, and he never finished it. So, let me get this right. The wallaby started something. The wallaby started something. The wallaby started something. A cautionary tale there of a work-shy wallaby. <laughs> You really should see things through to the end. Now, you think your wallaby's impressive. I know a pony. What, a little horse? A little horse, yeah. I know a little horse that can do something even better. Really? It can dance the mambo. Shit. Yeah. My pony plays the mambo while listening to the radio. Fucking check it. (laughs) My pony plays the mambo. Does he listen to the radio while he's playing the mamba? He sometimes does. What, how do you play a mamba? Hang on, a mamba's a are snake. You, are you questioning my pony's credentials? I'm, I'm just asking, because a mamba is a snake. My pony plays a snake. <laughs> or potentially dances the mambo. Mamba. Mambo. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but also, more importantly, he built this city on cock and bowl. He did, with his own hooves. With his own hooves. <sighs> Top that. I can't stop that. Since we're on the subject of horses... We're keeping the conversation all equine. Yeah, this is a bit embarrassing to admit, but I have a little fetish. Oh, do you? Yeah. On the Wednesday, I have an appointment with this horse that comes round, and uh, I like him to... Is uh, that a horse of the night kind of thing? Yeah. You oh, know, okay. the horses of the night. You know, like the cards you get in phone boxes and stuff? Oh, yeah. Like the CD numbers for horses in phone boxes. Yeah. I have one that, that comes round. I just get him to, uh, to do a wee-wee on my head. Right. And uh, Sting sang about it. Would you like to hear it? I'd love to. Let's hear about that. 
that's on my head. Now, now, hang on, you said horse. That's clearly a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> You've upset the owner now. Bloody hell, you're into some weird stuff. I know. Is there anything else that you, you, you want to say? I mean, I'm, I'm quite disgusted and really want to leave this table and this, <laughs> and this bar, quite frankly, but I mean, you know. Uh, that's probably all I've got about that. I I'm, I'm, wish I hadn't said that now, but I do like it sometimes. You know, uh, sometimes you whisper to me like a badger. Well, when I'm, when I'm in a good yeah, mood. Yeah, sometimes you shout like a fox. Sometimes you speak like a hedgehog. Yeah, I do, don't I? Now you say it. But I really like it when you speak like a hedgehog. I'm so glad you like it when I do that. I'll keep doing it. But since you're on the subject of you and all the great things you do, I, I really like it. You know, when you're travelling around to mine, but you don't come in the car, you, you take your submarine. Oh yeah, when I come to you on a submarine. And you come to me on a submarine. <laughs> Is it when I specifically come to you on a submarine and then I softly leave? Yeah, you have to. Re- Not when I fall out the front door onto my arse and hurt my hemorrhoids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to really softly leave. Is it because the neighbours have got to be up the next morning? That, that's right. You know, when you take your shoes off and you're just carrying them and you're yeah. doing like that cartoon tiptoe down the, yeah, the path. Yeah, yeah. I'd like it when you do that. Okay, so come to you on a submarine and softly leave. Softly leave. Well, God willing, I'll be around tomorrow unless my hemorrhoids are playing up. Stop. Hemorrhoids are no joke. Don't waste your time with other creams when you could take the Wowbasol three-day challenge. Here at Wowbasol, we guarantee your hemorrhoids will be history in just three days. Yes, just three days or your money back. In the unlikely event that you're not completely satisfied, just wipe down the partially used tube and return it to us at Laboratoire Wowbasol for a full refund. Wowbasol is available at your local pharmacy and all good hardware stores. That's right, Wowbasol does more than just piles. Squeaky hinge on bathroom door. Wowbasol's got you covered. Block toilet. Flush it away with Wowbasol. Car needs a jump start. Squirt in some Wowbasol. Fido won't take his worm tablets. Cover them in Wowbasol. Last of the low-fat spread. Just use some Wowbasol. Matrimonial problems. Smotherer in Wowbasol. Fuck off. Spouse has been unfaithful. Wowbasol. Refused a bank loan? Wowbasol. Got no friends? Wowbasol. No money? Wowbasol. No prospects? Wowbasol. No answer from God? Wowbasol. Wowbasol. Take the Wowbasol three-day challenge. All your problems solved or your money back. Oh, thanks, Wowbasol. If we don't give you your money back, try more Wowbasol from the laboratory at Wowbasol. Wowbasol, laboratory at Wowbasol, and Wowbasol Enterprises are registered trademarks, patent pending. Terms and conditions apply. I wish my iPhone worked in the 1980s. I've just got no signal. This is bullshit. And neither have I, actually. Yeah. I was thinking of going for a vape, but I don't know what they would think. No. Maybe your vape won't work here. Hang on, I'll, I'll just try it. Oh, look, it's disappeared. It's not even there because it hasn't been invented yet. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Oh, shit. <laughs> Luckily, we had been invented by the 1980s. Otherwise, I think we would disappear as well. Uh, aren't we supposed to go to the 1800s next week? Oh, shit. We booked that with Thomas Cook. We're never going to get our money back. But Thomas Cook doesn't exist anymore. That's controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Just look out the window, what's the weather like? Uh, I'm just wondering what Brexit's up to. <laughs> Mom the Greens, eh? Who'd have thought there were so many? And there's probably so many more that we haven't done. I think, no, we've done all of them. Oh, is that the entire list? That's the entire list, yeah. Did you like the way I went, entire list? 
The 1980s have done something to my voice, clearly. That's the most 80s sound that you could make. That's that's what everyone sounded like back now. Oh, back now, yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And uh, Agatha Bauer. Agatha Bauer, yeah, you were saying this earlier, so... It's a good German name, that, isn't it, Agatha? Mmm. He was an 80s baddie in Die Hard. Hans Gruber. Oh, the film that's going to come out in about five years from now. Something like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Die Hard, the first movie. Die Hard. The first movie, brackets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close brackets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You know, it is Christmas time. When it is Christmas time. Die Hard's quite a Christmassy movie. Well, it wasn't supposed to be, was it? It wasn't supposed no. to be a Christmas movie. But it was, it turned out into, uh, to be a Christmas movie. I think it was just because most Christmas movies are shockingly bad. And I think uh, <laughs> Die Hard just, just got status for being quite a cool movie. What What is it that's so good about Die Hard? I think the quality of the bad guys. They're believable, aren't they? Yeah. As much as Hollywood bad guys can be. Yeah. If you're going to have a German baddie... Yes. Why wouldn't you call him Hans Gruber? I mean, think of a more German name than Hans Gruber. I, I can't. You can't. I don't can think you? it's possible. Was Germanness commensurate to how bad you were? Because all, all the movies in the 80s seemed to have Germanic bad guys. Did you say Germanness? Germanness. A yeah. bit. Yeah. You did a bit, didn't you? Yeah. Like Terminator was German. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, he wasn't. He's, 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 he's Austrian, Austrian, isn't he? Yeah. But it'd be good if the character of the Terminator was actually German. Would he wear lederhosen? Yeah, yeah. He'd do that slapping thing where he slaps his, <laughs> his, his legs and his, his face. Oh. <laughs> and his, Why do we always come back to penises? Because that's all we know. Oh, okay. The fact that we talk about anything else is just a miracle, really. It, it is, isn't it? So, the Terminator... <laughs> Before he terminates you, yes, does that face slapping, leg slapping thing with his later hosing on. Gives you some snaps and a breakfast. <laughs> right. At least that's what he's. Yeah. I knew coming out drinking with you at Christmas was a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, it's always a bad idea. Even the buddies in Indiana Jones were German as well, weren't they? They were, weren't <laughs> they? They, 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 they're they're Nazis, right. yeah. There were lots of German baddies in the 1980s. They were always kind of European, weren't they? Or maybe Eastern Bloc. You, you, you got quite a lot of Russian baddies too, but I can't I can't think of them now. What what films had Russian baddies? There's got to be a Bond film, right? What was Blofeld? Blofeld was German. Blofeld. Blofeld was German. But did you make any 80s Bond films with Blofeld in them? I'm really not that sure. Mm. I've just dropped my daiquiri down my Christmas jumper. Oh, I can only pray that washes out. Yeah. You know, it's Christmas, you do a bit of praying, see if it helps. <sighs> well, I pray to God it does come out. Now then, if you pray... Yes. Does it mean that if you weren't praying, all the bad things would happen? But because you prayed, God's watching telly, and then his phone rings. A bit like a pray hotline. Yeah, the, the pray hotline. He's got his feet up, he's probably watching, I don't know... So he'd be watching Emmerdale Farm, wouldn't he? He probably would be watching that, or uh, WWF. Oh, yes. So the prayer hotline rings, and he hears you, like, praying. Now, what is praying? Like, what do you do when you're praying? Do you, like, just talk to someone in your head and imagine that they can hear you? I think so, yeah. Okay, so God puts the WWF on pause. I mean, he didn't have pausable telly then, did they? They didn't. Maybe he was watching on Betamax. Yeah, yeah. But that Betamax has got to be returned to the video shop by the next day, and you've got to fully rewind the tape. Always fully rewind it. You've broken etiquette if you don't do that. Yeah. You know when you go home and you've got the tape and it's not rewound, and you just sit down and say, oh, let's watch a film. Oh, God, I've got to wait 20 minutes for it to fucking rewind. Yeah, I just throw it out of the window. God probably does that with people's prayers. I think once you've you know you've done your prayer you need to make sure you rewind the tape before you take it to the god shop for him to listen to it or he's going to charge you 75 and a half pence yeah when did he get rid of the half pence 1983 1984 what year is it now 1983 okay. <laughs> so we're just getting rid of it now we're just we? getting rid of the half pennies now aren't we okay good so if you don't pray yeah god doesn't get that message and all the bad shit happens well maybe but god they say is supposed to be like nice isn't he and doesn't want anything bad to happen and oh he's also all powerful as well isn't he like nothing can happen unless god 
is in control of it because he's in control of everything. She certainly is. And he or she knows everything too. So he or she is a nice person, but unless you call him or her and you ask him for a favour, <laughs> loads of bad shit will happen to you, which he is in control of, or she is. Right. I just think it's a brilliant fucking system. Now then, what happens if you don't believe in God? Are you just fucked? It's a very good question. Yeah, especially at Christmas, because, you know, it is the most godly type of time, isn't it? Are you saying if you don't believe in it, then you're never actually going to make his or her phone ring? Yeah. And he or she is not going to stop WWF or Betamax. <laughs> Pause it. Oh, for God's sake, it's Christmas Eve. Who's this? <laughs> Hello? Is it, that's just not going to happen. Is that what you're that, saying? That, that's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that sounds terrible. It is. Thank God we don't think these things. Thank God. Oh, I see what I've just done there. <laughs> it's good that you thanked God. Yeah. Because although God is all-powerful, mm. in control of everything, God needs you to worship him or her and believe in him. Or her. Because if you don't, you'll go to hell. Or shall? But I kind of need to know what's on offer at the other side of the table. What, what, what could you offer me? Uh, okay. Uh, Eternal pain in a fiery pit? Yeah, somebody'd like put in a spear up your bum or something like that. Okay, that sounds good. Is Maybe that... with like, some chilli rubbed on the end of it. <sighs> I do love that. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. Infinite Sex. Wasn't that the name of your third album? Yeah, it's currently out in our price right now. <laughs> to recap, Infinite Sex and Lots of Pain. Yeah. Fiery pit. I don't know. I don't think I've got anything to lose here. You're not selling it. No, to I'm me. not. Well, I'm, I'm not trying to. So you have to be a member of God's video club. Yeah. And if you don't believe there's a video club in the first place, bad things will happen to you. Apparently. But it's almost as if God isn't the person he's supposed to be, isn't it? It's like he doesn't really care. It's almost like that, isn't it? Or maybe he's just not got job satisfaction anymore. I mean, it has been a while, hasn't it, since he took the role. Or maybe there's somebody new in post, not trained up yet. Mm. Say the people who are in charge of hiring God. Yeah. Who, whoever they are. Heavenly human resources. Yeah. So they put an advert out for a new God. Right. And they think, well, who's, who's qualified to do that? So... <sighs> Maybe like That's a tough one. someone from the 80s, you know, like a baddie or something, or, or a wizard, you know, because they're kind of magic, aren't they? Yeah. Who do we know who would fit that description? Kermit the Frog? Kerm- Kermit's a good one. Well, but he's busy, isn't he? He's busy with movies He's always and stuff. busy, yeah. 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 Well, it's nice to have these chats at Christmas time, isn't it? You know, Absolutely. If, if ever there's a time to be reflective with an old mate, you know, talk about the, the more profound matters in, in life. Absolutely. And Christmas. Christmas hasn't felt like Christmas to me since the 1980s. Yeah. You know, you get the Radio Times with uh, Cliff Richard on the front. That's right. You look forward to all the films that you had no other way of seeing since the, the cinema. You'd have to wait for them to come on telly. I always really look forward to knowing there was a film out and having to wait 24 to 36 months so I can see it on telly. I've always really enjoyed that. It was one of my favourite things too, yeah. Good old 1980s Christmas telly. Yeah, I, I remember seeing like The Empire Strikes Back and thinking, by the time it's on telly I'll probably have pubes. Yeah, and you did. And I did, yeah. Yeah, and that was only last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yep, yep. And, uh, double pepperoni. And uh, extra mozzarella, and uh, we've got new fries. Yeah, that's that's good. Thanks. Uh, are, you, are you still there? Uh, hello. God, God, is that is that you? God. Well, that's my official title. Yes. What, J- John? What's going on? We were just talking about this. We were. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Well, I thought something uh, strange was happening. I, I must say, I overheard conversation on the old uh, walkie-talkie. There. I think I must have got some cross line. So you do listen after all. You, you don't sound like I thought you'd sound. Oh, don't I? Well, this is the way I talk, I assure you. Actually, you sound really familiar. No, get away. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know that voice. It, it reminds me of the 80s. We're, we're in the 1980s right now. Oh, oh, it does smell a bit like the 80s, as I remember it, yeah. The grease paint. Wait, wait a minute. No, what? Alan Rickman? No. Well, go on, yeah. It's me. <laughs> Rickman? <laughs> yes. What? So wait a minute. You're God now. Well, it's a long story. I don't I don't bore you with the details. No, please do. We have no other material. Well, I was trying to order a pizza on my walkie-talkie. You know, uh, like uh, fiddling with that thing. I got across the line. I heard, I was vaguely aware of you boys saying something about me. I'm supposed to listen into these things, but to be honest, it's fucking boring. I <laughs> <laughs> don't pay much attention. Are you new in the job or something? Well, I've been for a few years now, yeah, since I passed away. Yeah, you know, it was quite sad, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, well, least of all, I, I thought it was quite sad. Y- yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I was enjoying the uh, the wizard thing, but that's one of the reasons I got the job, you know. So HR, I got a call. They're like, yeah, you're, you're a wizard, yeah. How can you be God when you used to be, like, an actor? Well, I didn't quite understand the way it worked either, but apparently this is how it does. Like, HR, give you the call. Right. You know, they've always got the fingers out of a lot of pies. So he phoned me up and said... Uh, is that uh, Alan? I was like, yep. Said, so well, you won't believe this, but uh, we've got a job for you based on your credentials of a uh, terrorist and uh, wizard. No, nice. Nobody better for it. How's <laughs> about it? I was like, what's the pay? Like, doesn't really matter. <laughs> Just have to sit with your feet up, order pizzas. Oh. Phone will ring a bit. Fuck it. Are you from Australia these days? Well, I, I can be, if you, if you like. <laughs> I, I have been there now. In fact, I'm everywhere now. Yes. So I'm, I'm now God. Obviously, you probably heard, but John and I were just having a conversation about prayer. Yeah, we were saying, like, what's the meaning of it all? Have you got anything yeah. you can tell us? Yeah, don't don't bother. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't pick up these days. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, probably won't get an answer. They, they don't seem to mind. They're quite happy for me to be here. It's just uh, it's probably a figurehead kind of role, you know. Is the pay any good? No, it doesn't seem to make any difference, really. I asked for pay rise, like, yeah, whatever, 40 million billion pounds uh, can't spend it 40 million billion yeah yeah that's what I'm on now wow making the big bucks <laughs> not as much as Hollywood but quite close then yeah yeah nearly yeah, yeah. we're getting into that range yeah wow. Alan Alan listen since you're here there's something I've always wanted to know I can I, can I just ask yeah l- l- listen guys uh, my, my pizza's probably getting a bit cold oh don't go yeah I gotta rush nice talking yippee carrie and all that you know <laughs> did you know I'm a card-carrying member of the Labour Party. I don't, you know, I don't countenance any uh, accusations of uh, complacency or ineptitude for the job. It's fine. I've got my credentials. Working class, made good. It's fine. So, before you say it, I'm fucking off. No, Alan. Bye, Alan. Ex-Miliamus. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. McLean. I can't believe what just happened. Did anyone else see that? We can't be the only two who just saw that. Well, there's a couple over there. Maybe they saw it. I don't think so. They're, they're arguing anyway. He probably just needs to squirt some wire whistle on her. Yeah, maybe. That that works, right? So I've heard. <laughs> Brilliant. I might have to get some. <laughs> well, God, if you didn't believe, I guess you do now. I, I didn't, but now I do. It all makes sense, really. He doesn't seem to care very much, does he? Well, he's kind of doing his own thing, isn't he? It's like what I was saying before. It's almost like that was scripted, wasn't it? Well, almost. It's a good job it wasn't. Oh, it definitely wasn't scripted. Because people wouldn't believe that just happened. No. So anyway, yeah, since we're here, let's kick back a bit. Have you got the cigars? Yeah, of course I have. They're in their pocket. One second. Here you go. I like it in here. It's all right. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. And what I like about it is you can smoke indoors. Still. Mm. God bless the 1980s, eh? Yeah. Mm. Oh, they've got some arcade machines over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, they've got Final Fight. 
Do you remember Final Fight? Wasn't one I played, no. Oh, it's brilliant. I spent a lot of time playing Final Fight back now. <laughs> back now? Yeah. Come on, let's go and have a look. Yeah, well, let's go and have a go. Hang on, John. Hi, can we get two brandies, please? Just round in the arcade? Certainly, sir. Thank you. <laughs> oh, nice. Look at these machines. Yeah. So what was Final Fight about, then? The basic premise of Final Fight is one of those sideways scrolling things. You had to just thump a lot of people, and there was three main, can I say, flamboyant gentlemen. Yeah. You could pick one of them to play, and you could have a friend to be the other flamboyant gentleman. Okay. There was a big chap who was like the mayor of the town called Mike Hagger, who, for some reason, didn't like wearing a shirt. He always had like a bandolier on, and his special move was just spinning around on the spot. The top of his body was like five times wider than his legs. <laughs> Sounds a bit like me. <laughs> And uh, he had two kind of younger chaps called Guy and Cody who used to follow him around. I think he was like some kind of, you know, father figure to them or something like that. i got to say, though, John, he's a bit of a weird mayor. I wonder if he had uh, anyone doing town planning because the town was just one street that went on for miles. Yeah, I mean, a very weird design. I mean, the town planners must have had it easy and yeah. certainly the decorators. I mean, you're walking down this street, every four buildings looks the same, almost like it repeats itself. I- I'm sure it doesn't. I'm sure it was perfectly planned out by the town planners. Yeah, well, I think more cities should be built like that. And I think more cities should have very flamboyant mayors who don't wear shirts. That's, oh, they've got Outrun as well. Oh, I love Outrun. Let's go and have a look at that. It's the most 80s of games, Outrun, isn't it, really? You know, you've got your Ferrari. Everybody wanted a Ferrari. In the 80s, you either wanted a Ferrari or a Lamborghini Countach, didn't you? It was one of them. And you had an airbrush picture on your wall of one of them with, like, condensation coming off of it on a black background. And it probably had to be in a red frame on, you know, your black or red bedroom walls. Have you been looking at pictures of my childhood bedroom again? <laughs> Okay, well, that's really nice. I did actually have the Commodore 64 version of the game, and it came in a box with a tape and a poster, which I put up on my wall. Well, you had to add those things in the home computer versions, didn't you? Because really, you played it in the arcade, it was like, wow! And then you got home, it was just an exercise in bollocks, wasn't it? It was just really low-rent, just repetition. Yeah, well, there was a few versions out, weren't there, that weren't that good. I mean, the Commodore was pretty good, Uh, Spectrum maybe not so good. Actually, what computers did we have in the 80s? We had Commodore 64, we had the Sinclair Spectrum ZX, various versions. We had the Bumbus EN5. Do you remember that one? (laughs) I always wanted the EN5. I did. We couldn't afford one, though. And plus, we didn't have a John Menzies Neurals. What other computers were there? Ah, the Amstrad. By uh, Amstrad. By Amstrad, that's correct. (laughs) It was a CPC, some number. Now, you knew this in rehearsal. (laughs) (laughs) It's gone now. Yeah, Alan Sugar, Alan Shagger, and, and his uh, and his sci-fi cabinet. Did you say Alan Shagger? <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Mike Hagger, who was the mayor in Final Fight. To be fair, I've never seen them in the same room together. The only thing that would have made Final Fight better is if they had Alan Sugar as a main character. That would have been good. What would his special move have been? Making crappy electronics and firing people. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired! <laughs> yeah. And would he just point and then leave, and slowly walk away in a sad way? With a really pixelated finger. And then pixelated shuffle off. Well, correct. Anyway, we were talking about my Outrun box set. A box set? So it had every season in it of Outrun? That's right. Every season from 1 to 9,000. The actors changed in season 3, didn't they? They did, didn't they? Yeah. And um, there was a pay dispute and a lot of them went on strike for a bit. And the woman who pointed a finger when you crashed the Ferrari, she was replaced. Season 4, was it, I think? Yeah. Anyway, in this box set... Bot sex? Do you want to hear this story or not? Please. (laughs) In this box set, there was also an audio cassette that accompanied the game. I think it was the arcade music. It was. It was snippets of the arcade version. Slightly Latino, programmed by Japanese people. Indeed. What was your favourite tune in the Outrun original game? I liked Splash Wave. Magical Sound Shower. 
and uh, Passing Breeze. Sounds a bit like somebody hired Richard Clayderman for a personal function, but they didn't have a piano. They've just got a Casio keyboard for him to play. Yeah. We, you know, the 80s was a good time for music, wasn't it? Who were your favourites from back then? From back now? Well, I like loads of people. I liked the Thompson Twins with... Doctor Doctor <laughs> What about your friend That we were trapped In the lift with In the 1970s Oh well Robert Cure From the Smiths Well not Robert Cure From the Smiths But Morrissey Your friend He was good back now Oh, we, oh I've got mixed up Haven't I But actually Talking about Robert Smith I've invited him down To the bar tonight Oh really Mind you I don't think he's Going to turn up He's not a cocktail bar type Really is he I no, don't. not really but I mean, every couple of months he changes his style, doesn't he? And then kind of reverts back to what he was doing previously. So maybe this week he'll like cocktail bars. Oh, maybe he will, yeah. yeah. Jo- Where, John? Look behind you right now. Oh, it's Robert. He's, he's just got off the bus. Oh, look, he's waving, coming towards the bar. Hang on, he's not looking what he's doing. Robert! Robert! Robert, watch the bus! Watch out for the bus! <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, that's a downer. Do you think we should go and see if it's all right? We probably should, but I mean, the barman's going to be here with my drinks in me. Oh, thanks, mate. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks, barman. My pleasure. Oh, Robert, it's Christmas. That that, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> well, I guess Robert's not coming to join us tonight, then. Not with the state of those legs. Or that hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the band's back on. Nice. <laughs> anyway, cheers. Chin chin. I do love a brandy at Christmas. Eh, pass us one of those cigars, will ya? Mate, look, I think you should slow down a bit. I know you're enjoying it, but... It's fucking great, mate. What, what are you worrying about? I don't think it's a good idea to drink brandy and smoke a cigar at the same time. I don't be daft. I can do this. <laughs> it's just a bit dangerous. You might, you know, you might catch fire. Look, I don't think for a second... Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> John, put me out, put me out. Get, get some water. I've only got my drink. Not, not the brandy! <laughs> what are you laughing for? <laughs> get the machine! Loading. Oh, you massive pair of twats. What have you gone and done this time? Another timeline ruined. Please stand by. Loading. Ian 5 is not capable of accountancy, stock market advice, space travel, or entertainment.